My name is Woody Landeros. And I'm Joseph Landeros. You're listening to The Landeros Brothers, where we talk about communication through art. I like how it sounds all structured. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to say, like, just roll the intro. All right. Okay, let's do it. Today's topic is don't marry a canvas. And what we really mean by that is... Being an artist, a lot of times we'll go, we'll like, we'll marry a canvas. So like, if you do acrylic painting, people will only recognize you as an acrylic painter, even though that same artist could be amazing at oil painting or even, you know, off the grid, but still same, still on the same grid of art, like dance or music or anything artistic. People, people tend to really like marry you to one canvas. And we wanted to talk about not marrying yourself to one canvas. And I think where it really started was when Joseph and I um, heard, well, we watched this like video where Jonah Hill was being, I think, interviewed or something. And they said, oh, so you're having a career change. And that was really interesting to hear because I've heard that a lot of times, like switching back from video, then to dance, then doing music stuff, then like just just going, jumping around in the same like, John, which genre like like just art in general but switching canvases so many different times to other people looks like a career change but as an artist I feel that it's really important to you know try out different mediums and it, it's it also helps you with the, with the next thing so I wouldn't be able to understand music as much or understand dance as much if I didn't have one or the other right or I wouldn't understand um, video editing if I didn't do dance because then I started to learn timing and counts and all that stuff. Of course. And then even like the brush strokes or the way that you like paint and like understand like your your hands, like dance is also helping with that. And I'm resulting all back or I'm going back to dance, but I'll switch it around. And I I wouldn't necessarily understand podcast audio if I didn't do, um, you know, like mess around with beats or piano or, you know, even clarinet earlier on in my in my life. Yeah. Yeah, well, back to the um, Jonah Hill comment that we are speaking about. I think that it was almost a bit ridiculous to sort of advertise the idea that he was getting into clothing as a full-on career change. But having involvement in the entertainment business and all, I understand it's probably just a bit for press and stuff like that. But I would say that it's kind of hard because over time you have this youth looking towards um, different celebrities for you know, guidance pretty much because those are people's inspirations. And when the media sort of controls these uh, different ideas or different morals and are advertising it, I think it's kind of dumb because it kind of makes, it kind of brings upon that fear of, oh, is, you know, stepping into clothing after acting such a big deal? And it kind of like overwhelms the consumer. I feel like the media wants us to be two things. They want us to be creative and they also want us to be cautious. And... Um, in, in this book that I'm constantly looking at, which is Damn Good Advice for People with Talent by George Lewis, um, number 19 says, you can be cautious or you can be creative, but there's no such thing as a cautious creative. A creative thinker, thinker must be fearless. If you're more tentative than decisive, if you're more, wait, 
I'm not sure, but you pretty much like it's like a cautious creative is an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. So that that's pretty much what it's saying. And I thought that was interesting because like you like being being a creative, some like cautiousness does really get in the way of like creating things. And I feel like like the the media plays a really big role on it, and it really plays like oh my gosh, is he is he changing his life or is he okay or is he like changing careers? And then they even did that with Kanye West when he was messed. They even did that with Kanye West when he was um, doing sneakers. It was like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Like, but he, you know, he probably enjoys, I mean, I don't, I'm not really that, um, you know, educated on Kanye West's story, but he probably like loves painting or loves like expressing himself in multiple different ways. But what he shows to the media is like, music because that's what the me- the media wants you to be like that creative but also the the closed in like like I want you to be this character and only that mm-hmm. character and then when he started doing shoes it was like no you stay in line and, and that's why he's always ranting about yeah. you know he's always getting pissed off at it but like I feel I wish that people really understood that like like having a canvas for like an artist is like a multi, there's multimedias around it. And it's like, it's just multiple ways of expressing yourself and feeling free to actually jump around and do different things. And right. yeah. Yeah. Keep in mind guys, we did do a podcast on Kanye. Uh, we were speaking more upon his discography and his uh, successes over time, but we didn't really talk about how the media has outlashed at him um, in the past because of his, um, different ventures into different well, medias. Well, also what we, what we receive is a filtered version. Yeah. You know, it's like people see my, well, I guess like 50 viewers or, or nine viewers at times see my life, but you don't really see like what's actually going on day to day, which I strive to have that like true media on my vlogs. But at the end of the day, it's like filtered through, you know, putting on music or putting on like different cutting clips and cutting out like the boring parts. So like I'm I'm wondering like what other type of mediums does does Jonah Hill like to do or does Kanye West or even um you know just yeah just other artists it's 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 really interesting to me because I mean some people don't even know that I like messed around a little bit with music yeah they just like some people marry like just visually they marry me with like oh you're you're a dancer you're just a dancer or if they know me through film they're like oh he's just a filmmaker yeah and then they don't know that I do dance and whenever it's whenever I talk about dance, it's like, oh, I didn't know that. I thought you were just a filmmaker. Or do you, right. like every time somebody comes like, like talks to me, like some of my old friends, um, they'll say, oh, are you still filmmaking? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I am. And they're like, oh, that's cool. So you planning to be a filmmaker for the rest of your life? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm also dancing. I mean, I'm teaching too. Like, oh shoot, you dance. Even though like I've posted dance stuff, but they like, marry me as one. And then sometimes it even happens with dance and sometimes it happens with, you know, like, oh, so you're doing that vlog stuff? And I'm like, yeah, but I have podcasts too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. people do that just naturally. Right, yeah. And I would say that some of us are more privileged with opportunities to venture into different routes. Like I know we've invested a lot of money into music production equipment. And I know there's some people across, you know, the ocean that would probably kill, or, or not kill, but they would you know, be so um, grateful to even receive just one of these MPC um, players or one of these, you know, beat pads, something so small because it just means something way different to someone else. But I think that altogether it's not the question of, um, you know, if I have all this equipment then I can do something. I think everyone should be, you know, pushing towards 
finding new mediums to express themselves no matter what. Well, now with applications, you can get like a little mini beat thing. Like, like nothing's stopping anybody now as long as you have like an iPhone. You know, like people make great videos with their iPhone and they make, they take great photographs. And I even, I saw this article that was really interesting. He said, is, when is it a good time or like when in technology is it going to be a good time to charge for um, phone filmed weddings, like, like or phone wedding films? Yeah. I, that was interesting because it's like now phones are like leveling the playing field of like, you know, content creators and artists and just musicians. I mean, there's albums that are recorded just with the phone. So it's like nothing's really stopping you. And then also another thing is that if you are, if you are into music and if you do have the time, which everybody has at least 30 minutes yeah. of time, at least 30 minutes, then you can go to... Um, Guitar Center, and I've seen DJs record their full hour sessions in Guitar Center, and then export it, and then have it in their memory card. And like, I talked to um, this guy that shows up at the Ontario um, Guitar Center, and he was like, "I just recorded my full thing. I have like thousands and thousands of followers and of viewers, and listeners. I mean, and it's just crazy. Like, nothing is stopping you. If you need a guitar, go to Guitar Center, record your album there. Like, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And then if you need, like, there's there's so many opportunities out there and there's so many organizations that can help you get to the place that you want to be. So I think the matter of like creating content and like the, the limit, the, the limitations of it is, um, is they're, they're not even there unless if you know, you're that, I mean, I don't know. I think if the limitations are there, then you're not even listening to this podcast. Yeah. Because you you don't even have, you don't have a phone or you don't have like anything, anything. You're like, how Gary V says, you're that one man in the cave. You're one, you're that one man in the cave. Yeah. Well, going back to entertainment and how that sort of filters out, how perhaps certain artists will express themselves. I think the two biggest places in which it's hard for you to really get in this into the system and become qualified is when you're talking about getting into Hollywood and you're talking about getting into politics. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was able to do both of those things. Starting out, he was, you know, accomplished bodybuilder, one of the strongest looking men in the world. Um, I'm sure strongest men in the world at that time too, as well, like lifting and all. Because you don't get that body from not working hard, you know. I've watched so many different motivational talks um, about his story and about everything. And then he jumped over to acting, and that was a pretty big deal. And to sum it all up, now he's involved in politics. He's been the governor, and it's just crazy to believe that even, say, this happening, you know, decades ago, he was able to pave the way. Because for my, for at least for myself, um, having acted in two movies now, I can definitely say that acting is something that's going to be involved in my life. Um, just the other day, I actually acted for a student film, which is pretty fun. Um, something small, but... Is that def- the same... What, what are the titles? Because I'm, I'm, I'm barely hearing about the second one. Oh, a student film? Yeah. It was a student film about, um, I believe it was about depression, and it was for this girl's psychology class, for her AP psychology class, and I was more than you know willing to help her out because she asked me, like, oh, I've heard you've acted and stuff like that in the past, and I would like to uh, have you be included in this film of mine. So I acted in it, and even just dabbling in that like small moment was something like I could say, like, wow, I actually have experience in something like this, and I would have never expected that, say, five years ago. Yeah, it's the I see I see it as like the willingness to learn and the willingness to just like 
I don't know. I, like I, every single time I pick up like a new venture, I always try to try to look at myself and try to see, okay, what what am I thinking like psychologically, and like what what's getting me to actually do this. And I think it's just like that that craving for more and that like willingness to learn and the acceptance that I'm not the best artist and just always like diving into new things because I know that it's gonna like treat me good somewhere else, even if it's not treating me good right there. So, you know, I've said a few examples in the beginning of the podcast, but like acting in general, it's gonna make you like understand film even more. And then you're editing and I'm like trying to teach you video editing. So like, it's gonna help you in that case too. And then also you're going to um, fit them. And so you're gonna understand certain angles or how certain outfits look or or even like color. Um, color, yeah, color grading and all that stuff. So it's gonna help you, it, it's, a, it's a full circle. Yeah, I can 100% tell you guys that by producing music, it has enhanced my understanding of sound altogether. Like I can walk down the street, hear footsteps, and it's like if I were to have ever tried studying and you know audio engineering or in production, it would have never been the same yeah. for myself because you're training these different muscles in your brain or these different um, you know synapses to occur. Yeah. You know you have these synapses in this I learned in psychology, which is just basically roadways of thoughts. You know, like different. Say I'm gonna speak these words. There's different um, chemical reactions going on. So with having studied and used sound to my advantage and now producing beats for my own enjoyment, I'm sort of living a different life than. I would have if I never uh, ventured into that. And it goes in even with appreciation for different individuals, like say Tupac. He was not only an accomplished artist, may he rest in peace, but he also was involved in acting as well in the movie Juice and in a couple other films as well. And dancing. And dancing. Yeah, he was yeah. a backup dancer for MC Hammer. And he studied ballet. Oh, really? He did? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that one. Yeah, that's a that was a really inspiring thing to see for me because like what the media wanted was Tupac, you know, but what he was Thug actually life. he's a full on like artist, mm -hmm. you know he he did everything, he did so many different things, yeah. Um, and just just going back on what you said, just that sort of appreciate like it might sound crazy for some people that that footsteps is like a even like an entertaining thing mm -hmm. or like a something that interest that that brings even just a little bit of happiness to you but it's that like just learning more things is going to like teach you to enjoy life even more i would say because this morning i had a similar event happen to me there was a guy riding a bike on top of this hill and the sun was rising you know it's like five five or six o'clock in the morning i think it was six um and I saw it, but like in a, in a filmmaker's perspective and like a movie scene and I, I was playing music in the background of my head and then this, it was just like an epic scene with the sunset in the background, silhouette going off, drone shot, clipping to a close-up shot of like the, the wheels spinning. And like that wouldn't happen if I, if I didn't go towards film. Like people don't understand that, that like, that, that thrill that goes inside of your body that whenever you like see something and you can create without even like touching your instruments yet, mm -hmm. you know, you, you're creating within like inside of your mind, like even like watching um, Ed Sheeran, I watched his um, documentary yesterday and he was just walking around like, okay, okay, I'm thinking about like, I, he was thinking about the song and then seeing him 
you know, bring that out of himself and like create the song and then, you know, get number one, number one song. Um, it's just crazy that like, we're creating like in our, in our minds because we're like exercising, you know, those talents that we're, right. that we're given. Yeah. And speaking on that, there is no doubt, and I'll put that warning out here now, or out there now, that in the future I'll be venturing into directing. Because I, ever since I was young, I'm just speaking off of personal experience, I was always into film. Um, from an outside perspective, actually, just watching film all the time with my grandparents and just always pretty much studying upon you know the different styles since and stuff one, like that. Since day one. And I just know that it's going to guide with having interest in writing and having interest in audio and in, as I said before, just footsteps. I can find myself slowly having moments like that where the, the man on the hill with the bike, you know, just imagining different things. And as you're saying, it's pretty fascinating that it just happens naturally mm -hmm. when, when you practice those things. When you practice it. Yeah, when you exercise it. I think, I think a lot of people, you know, might feel that they have they have it, but I think you really need to dive into a medium, like dive into even painting to understand like the lighting and the shadows of a person's face and the emotions that, you know, they're like sending off into the earth. Like all that stuff is a big deal as an artist, like understanding yourself and understanding how to express yourself. And I, I can't wait to see something that you've directed um, and to kind of play off of that, I, I would, I would one day like to act in something and I would also like to challenge myself to make a song. And that was something that I was also talking to you about this morning, mm -hmm. how I've tried, you know, film, photography, dance, graphic design, logo, web design, all those different things. Um, but I've never actually released anything audio wise and we've created some, some stuff audio wise and it, it's been kind of like, like, yeah, laughable cause it's like, you know, it's horrible. But at the same time, I so would long ago. yeah, I would also laugh at my first vlog, and I would also laugh at the first time I danced in front of you. Remember the remember when I used to, used to show you like my dance moves inside of like a the room. yeah inside the room, and I was it like, had, okay, what do you think? It had to be locked. And the lights had to be kind of dim. Yeah, like, the music had to be loud, so we couldn't like. <laughs> it was just like we were trapped in a bubble. And you're just showing me these like dancers and stuff. And That's exactly what it was. Like just being a creator, like trapped in a bubble. And I think just like popping that bubble and going into vlogs and going into dance and doing all this stuff, I feel like I need to pop the bubble of audio. Mm -hmm. And it, it might even just be like learning something on piano and like playing it and recording it. Or it might even be like rapping or it might be anything. Like I want to challenge myself in that, in that sense. And I think I also have the same thing with um, acting because I've always played like, I don't want to go in front of the camera and this last year's challenge was for me to go in front of the camera and I've been able to make, you know, pl 30 plus vlogs, you know, 20 plus um, uh, dance videos, 20 plus podcasts, like I've been able to do those things and put myself in front of that like, you know, fighting line. We're working. And now I think the next thing is audio and I think the next thing also is taking something seriously and putting it on like a, a movie or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. A short film, yeah, or something of that nature. Even if I, I remember doing one thing with um, my film teacher, Mr. Garen, he had me act in a short film um, where I was just acting as a student, you know, acting as myself, um, and I was just supposed to sit there and say like one line. I think it was like, "Hey, what's the answer, man?" And that was like it. And I got so nervous, and I remember I was shaking, 
And I was like, hey, wh what's up, man? <laughs> and like, I, it was just really bad. And then Garen was like, uh, let's just cut it. Uh, we, we can do, we can do something else. Let's think about something else. And he was really, he was really good about treating that. But, but I remember that moment and, and it's pretty scarring to me because I feel like now I can't do it and I don't want to have anything that I feel like that way. I don't want to feel like I can't do that. I want to feel like, yeah, if the word art comes into play, I can do it. If you want me to rap, I can do it. If you want me to dance, I can do it. If you want me to paint, I can do it. If you want me to film, photo, I can do it. I will be able to do it. So like, I mean, I'm not, I might not be the best at like literature or at math or even history, but when it comes down to art, I can do it. And I haven't been able to say that with audio or with acting. It's been a little right. tough for me. Yeah. So We all have to face our fears someday. And just recently, you were actually talking about some um, application of your old career, which was in real estate, in context to these new videos you're going to be coming out with. Um, you want to speak on that? A little bit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's... We, all right, yeah, well, I'll speak on it. I'll speak on it. I'm not, I'm not hiding anything, but... So basically what I wanted to get like um, to the viewers or to the listeners was how... All right, so say I'm working a cubicle and I'm living this life in which my weekends are being more valuable to me because I'm enjoying myself on my weekends and doing what I love. But Monday through Friday, I'm in that cubicle. And not to say there's anything wrong with that type of work, but it's just not as much creativity as you maybe would uh, want. So in this situation, when you are applying yourself to do something creative, you have this different method where you're trying to use that office mindset in that film. So explain. Yeah, okay, so so what I had said is I wanted to make a new, because I'm getting obsessed with YouTube playlists right now. So I want to create multiple playlists, which in my eyes, when I was in real estate, there's two different forms of real estate, which is residential and there's commercial real estate. So residential real estate primarily um, deals with one one client, which which is like you're only renting to one person because it's only you know one house. Commercial properties, you you sometimes have multiple units, so it's like three apartments or sixty apartments. So you're having multiple streams of income. So if that one residential client leaves, then everything, all your money's gone. But if you have sixty units and two people leave, then you're still making you know, the money, you're still making 50, um, you know, 58 out of 60 uh, of the money. So I, I was looking at, um, cause I always try to, I always try to connect my, my real estate side with my artistic side. Cause it, it is business and it is art. And I want to make sure that I mesh those two together. Cause that's the only way it's going to be able to work out. So I wanted to see, I wanted to like compare YouTube playlists with units. So I want to make multiple streams of views on my YouTube channel and I was, I was jotting around different ideas with Joseph and saying maybe I can do like, um, like food things or um, tech reviews or, or what, what kind of equipment do I use. And I was trying to see just different ways because I don't want to like block myself in to just having like one residential property. And then if that doesn't work out, then my whole system doesn't work out. I want to hit the media in different angles. Analogies, my friends, you have to get used to hearing them. You got to get used to making them because that's what makes the world go around. Hey, it's the best way to sell too. Comparing touch... one thing to another thing and making it simplified is, is probably what really what sold fire or something in the well, beginning. It, They're like, hey, if you want this flame, it's like having this. And then they compare two things and they're like, 
here, I'll, I'll trade you my rock for this flame or whatever, you know? Yeah. It, it just seems like that's the only way that major sales are made. Yeah, well, that is actually like how I was like, this cow can produce just like the chicken, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's trade. Yeah. It's, just, it's the same thing. But like kind of going like off of... Um, chickens or something. That, that's exactly what, what happens in real estate. There's, there's two different types of people. Well, I'm now go- kind of going off track, but I, I love talking about this. So I'm just going to talk about it for a few more seconds because I know we only have like seven more, min- seven more minutes. But um, so with real estate, there's like, for me, I always saw two different types of sellers. There's your, your seller A, which is the person that gives you the numbers, that gives you the stats, that gives you the facts. And then there's seller, you know, there's real estate agent number two or, or B, which is opinions and um, comparisons and analogies. And I was very much real estate agent number two, because I would always bring it back to, you know, the real estate market is just like this, or this is just like this. You know, your assets are just like this. So I would always like compare it to different things. And that really, I felt like it sold a lot more. That's how I got most of my clientele. And that's how I built up like better relationships because it didn't feel so like, you know, in this market, did it a little bit like yeah. it just, it's just so, it just felt like an ad as opposed to f- like talking to a friend. Yeah. All you have to say is two words is just start the call and be like, the crash. <laughs> no. Easily, <laughs> like, your homes, your finance. <laughs> 32% of Americans did this. It's all crashing down. <laughs> Better act now, buy these things. So to bring it all back to what we were talking about is just, the, the whole like multiple streams in like real estate, multiple streams of income is like also multiple ways of expressing yourself. So I, I really want to challenge myself in that way. Josie really wants to challenge himself in that way. And I think we're doing, I think we're doing it right now too. It's, it's every single day is honestly like a challenge, even accepting like critiques or accepting different like comments on certain outfits or certain films or certain just like life in, in general, like, just being comfortable with that. And it's also like not giving a damn. Mm-hmm. Good usage of the word. Yeah. It's because we have a book right next to us that says, damn good advice. So, and I quote that title. This is the book. I got so happy when um, there was a, a, a follower and a friend of mine, um, Hector, that he went ahead and bought this book after listening to the podcast. And I was like, oh man, that's so cool. Cause that's yeah. like the first thing, the first time that anybody has ever like bought something that I've recommended through my videos or yeah. through my podcast audio. So it feels, if it's big for me. Like I'm like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge thing for me. Yeah, and shout out to him too. He just started producing music as well. Really? Which is pretty cool, yeah. And I'm like, man, this is crazy because so Hector, um, Hector and I, Hector, his name's Hector Herrera. He actually started out with myself when I was like nine years old. And let's talk about it. We danced together in hip hop. It was like hip hop class, super cool, super fun. But unfortunately, we went our separate ways after we switched studios. But we've always kept contact, and he'll always be a close friend of mine. But it's awesome to see that he's doing beats now because now we can collaborate and start cooking up some. Some tunes. What's interesting is that some people even hear like your music or see your stuff and they're like, oh, so you're an artist now. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, no, I mean, he's, he's, you've been like f- 
in film appreciation for your whole life and you've yeah. you've been doing like beats and stuff and you've been you've been in this for a while and you've you've loved art yeah. and it's just I, interesting that like that that sort of like marrying a canvas also goes with sports yeah i mean it sucks it it has its <laughs> not, i'm not gonna go all the way to say it sucks but um i think it does it has its negatives but also i understand it i it makes sense you know yeah because if you're going to be announced at a stadium or if you're going to be advertised on say i don't know a honda ad and they need to put woody land arrows and underneath that thing they're not going to put 25 things even if you're involved well, that's, why, in 25 that's why i things. call myself a content creator yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i can go. put all the categories in there there you go or you have someone like um, Gary Vaynerchuk, where it'll probably say Gary Vaynerchuk, and then it'll, on the bottom it'll say entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. And, because it, yeah. it varies on so many different mediums. So in the end, I just hope that I myself am labeled by myself as just being happy. Yeah, but what, but what do you do, though? Like if somebody asked you right now, what, what do you do? Whatever makes me happy. Okay. But, but what do you do, what what I what know do, you do for is, a living then? Well, I'm a professional boxer. Cool. So it's just understanding that then. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think you can... Because like, cause I, like, I, I understand it, but sometimes it ticks me off. Yeah, it's, it's those type of things. You know? where it Because it, I get how the world works, but I don't like how the world works. It's hard to hear. It's just the way the world works. I don't think there's going to be anarchy or anything like that just because we're not labeled properly. I mean, it's all just titles. And you just have to find one that satisfies yourself and continue on with other routes to make yourself happy in the end. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think that's it. Yeah. I'm here about to pull up another quote. But I, I feel I want, I want to pull up another quote or I want to talk about more because I'm really, I, I don't know if you guys can feel my, like, my, my speed and my energy on this topic, but like I'm really passionate about it because I'm like, do what you love and like, like just yeah. go out there and be creative. Fear like, us. don't give a damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I think we'll just. But I think we gave him enough. Yeah. Let's get out of here. All right. Bye bye.